Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Nick. Welcome, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Yet again. Yet again. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to get rid of us, but we keep coming we're back. <laughs> He's back. Another Harry Potter quote. Our last episode was Harry Potter, so we're we're still we still haven't recovered from our Harry Potter quote face. <laughs> yeah, we didn't use that one throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't know he He's back, is what the minister says in Order of the Phoenix when he sees Voldemort's back. He goes, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> Not the quote of the episode, though. No, no. We have, a, we have an interesting quote of the episode this time. Um, no, this is a interesting topic. I mean, we haven't done a discussion like this in a while. Uh, it's been a lot of summer movies and drafts and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to just bullshit here about bad bad but great movies yes this is like nick and i's bread and butter is movies that are so bad that they're good exactly this is what we watch on like sundays when we're recovering from the weekend and not ready to and we're procrastinating our work we just pick a really bad movie sometimes we pick a really bad movie sometimes they're just really bad and sometimes they're so bad that it's good yeah or sometimes we like say, all right, let's watch this one scene from a movie, and we had to watch the entire <laughs> the <whole> movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep, yeah. And yep. F- fun little fact is, uh, we actually Nick and I created a playlist uh, called "So Bad was, That It's Good." <laughs> I was gonna mention that, yeah, yeah. And we also love songs that are so bad that they're good. For example, Bon Appetit and Cheerleader, but that's oh. that's a different discussion. We're not a music podcast here. <laughs> bon Appetit, maybe maybe we should start a music podcast. Let's. let's, let's... <laughs> <laughs> well, from there, for those of you joining us for the first time, uh, Popcorn Heist is a brand that Jake and I created uh, to share movie and TV content for, uh, made by diehard fans for diehard fans. Uh, Popcorn Heist podcast is a show where we nerd out about franchises we love like Marvel, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Avatar, Disney. And honestly, sometimes we just bullshit like we are today. <laughs> <laughs> we release new episodes on Thursdays. And if you like an episode, definitely follow us, review us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever, whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, it helps us out a lot. So we really appreciate it. We'd also be remiss if we didn't mention the other podcasts on our network, a Sims guide to the MCU, where the relationships, romances and bromances of the Marvel cinematic universe are discussed by the hosts, Alyssa and Kelly. Uh, if you want more pop culture content, like blog posts, rankings, brackets, and Trivia on Tuesdays, visit us online on pop- at popcornheist.com or follow us on Instagram where we do a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of shit going Lots on. Lots of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the discussion, uh, we got to do the quote of the episode. And this is an interesting one. I don't know if we've ever done a quote of the episode that's not from a movie or a TV show. This is the first time we're doing a not movie or TV quote. Yeah. Look at us. And it's actually quite fitting for Nick and I because a lot of times we take pieces of what our friends say or random people and we'll turn it into quotes that we just quote to each other. And this is actually from a friend of ours. Uh, his name is Shiv. He's our good friend from college. Uh, he's currently up in dental school. Uh, he's a good lad. 
love him. We miss him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's actually, it actually connects really well because this is after he came back from seeing Detective Pikachu the night of, like opening night. He was so excited to go see Detective Pikachu. Came and back. he lost a bet. So he had to wear his Ash costume to yes. go see Detective <laughs> Pikachu in an empty Binghamton movie theater. <laughs> like Ash catch him and he's just sitting in his room. We come in, we're like, all right, so, so how was the movie, man? And we knew we were so excited about it. And he's like, it was all right. Kind of sucked, actually. But overall, pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, that just perfectly encapsulates so bad that it's good. Which I don't know if Dictator Pikachu is so bad that it's good. I think it's like an enjoyable an movie. A- yeah, I think something. it's just an average movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that Detective Pikachu would fall in this category. This Also, this category is not to be confused with bad movies that are so bad that they're enjoyable it's like well i guess it is but it's like there's some movies that are so bad that you laugh at them that's not this category like it's not like you're laughing at the fact that it's bad it's like so bad but also kind of amazing in there, certain there, ways. there's a fine line between it because i think there are movies that are so bad that you're laughing like like i'm laughing at how bad this bad is. It is and there's yeah. certain movies that like you're laughing at how bad it is but it transcends it to the point where you're like I just kind of want, I'm just having so much fun watching. Yeah, right it's now. kind yeah. of enjoyable. It's yeah. also not to be confused with movies that are generally considered bad that Jake and I love, such as Happy Death Day. Had to mention that in this episode because <laughs> Happy Death Day. Honestly, Happy Death Day is not considered like that bad of a movie, but I have some friends who like love to shit on it, and I love that movie. And that movie's amazing. Not was, so bad that it's good. Oh my god, it is I, just great. <laughs> I was so sure that was going to be on your list. No, I knew you were. No. Oh my God. Happy Death Day is just a great movie. It's a rom-com, a little bit of a thriller, a little, a slight touch of horror, and a slight touch of mysticism because the day is repeating for some reason. I haven't True. seen the second one, so I don't know why. It's time travel um, a little bit. A little, little bit of time travel. And honestly, the soundtrack's amazing. Confident by Demi Lovato is <laughs> oh my a God. montage in the you're, movie. You're obsessed. And <laughs> I'm obsessed with this movie. And it's just great. It's just a great movie. We we talked about it on a previous episode. I'm pretty sure you were like, talking about that scene where you're just like, they What's put confidence in that scene. Me? Like, what badasses? What a stroke <laughs> of genius. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like a, a, I'm going to put it out there right now. Space Jam is not on my list. Uh, I, it's something that I had like, a feeling it wouldn't be. I have a Space easy... Jam jersey in my background right yeah. now. Space Jam's just amazing. Again, yeah. it's. <laughs> I knew it, you would never put a negative word associated with Space Jam. So no. I knew it wasn't going to be on your list. Yeah. I know you better than that. No, these are like, again, the fine line between so bad that it's good. It's not you're laughing at it ironically. You're genuinely laughing at it because you enjoy it. <laughs> that's how bad it is, I think. Yeah. Would you, would you say that's I correct? actually have one movie on my list that's kind of you're laughing at how bad it is. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so Nick and I have each chosen three uh, so bad that they're good movies. And again, this is not us uh, saying like these are the best so bad it's good movies. These are just three that we each enjoy that we're just going to have a fun discussion for. Honestly, others might pop up in the discussion. I wrote down a bunch that didn't make it to my list, but yeah. I feel like there's a plethora of so bad that it's good movies. I mean, <laughs> like aside from Space Jam, I feel like Spider-Man 3 is a good option. Um, oh, that's a good one. Honestly, like Phantom Menace is a good one. Yeah. Like except it's just amazing, but um amazing. Yeah. What no, what else? There's another one I was thinking. Um Even like some of the X-Men are so bad that they're good. <laughs> yeah, like X-Men Last Stand is technically widely received as a bad movie, but like I don't consider it so bad that it's good because it's just like an average movie. And yeah. I think it gets shit on too much. I mean, it's definitely not it's 
lower tier x-men lower tier yeah, comic but it's movie. still like i feel like when you go into an x-men movie you just never know what the hell you're gonna get so yeah. it's, it's like so they're all enjoyable because they're not formulaic at all life like is, it's just like what the hell is going on life is like, a, like yeah even the even the good ones you come out and you're like what just happened yeah <laughs> life is like an x-men movie you never know what you're gonna get yes honestly much better quote than forrest gump <laughs> forrest gump's quote i'm Thank a hater you. of Life is like a box of chocolates because you know exactly what you're going to get in a box of chocolates. You're going to get chocolate. Do you actually hate that quote? I hate, It's such a bad quote. That's an iconic quote. I it's like. iconic, but it's not good. It doesn't make any sense. You know you're going to get chocolate. Like, even if it varies a little bit, you know you're, you know pretty much what you're going to get. <laughs> okay, but well now we're, we're just nitpicking the... <laughs> <laughs> nitpicking? That's like, a, that's like one of the most highly regarded quotes, and it sucks. It's fair. It's, I, there are better quotes from that movie, I think. That, like, that quote is a horrible <laughs> okay it's horrible it's, i'll give you, it's fair enough you do get a guide for what each chocolate represents in the uh, yeah you, you, it says it on the outside <laughs> not only do you know you're gonna get chocolate even if it didn't have the guide on the outside you still know you're gonna get chocolate it's not gonna be that varied you know about what you're gonna get and then it also <laughs> has a guide on the outside majority <laughs> of the time <laughs> oh man just ripping apart forest gump anyway that's what not it? what this podcast is for <laughs> But another one I feel like I have to mention also is any Power Ranger movie also is mm. going to be so bad that it's good. If you not the the newest one that came out that we saw in theaters together, but like the old like TV ones like Power Rangers in space and stuff is just like I won't get into it, but they're absolutely horrible. But you can't help but just fall in love with them. Yeah, so I, honestly, I, I yeah, I haven't chosen any movies that are part of like a bigger franchise that we I, some are like. There's like three or f- one is a sequel where there's a few of them. I think you know which one that is. Um, and the re- I don't want to choose like a Star Wars one because like that's just different. Like they're it, it's just different. Yeah, you can't really like a Star Wars or a Marvel. I, I, I mean, Marvel doesn't have any that are so bad that they're good. Um, but like a Marvel, a, a Star Wars or like an X Men one, it's hard to. They're, they're just kind of different because they have to fit. They have to like move a story forward. It's hard to just enjoy that it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, at no, times like these are movies that they're bad. But like if you said, let's put this movie on, I'd be like, absolutely down. Like, I want to watch that movie right now. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let, we'll go back and forth and, and say our three picks and then maybe we can go back to some ones that weren't mentioned. OK. All right. You want to go first? Do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah, I'll go with my most obvious choice. Uh, anyone who's friends with me knows that I love this movie. And <laughs> like the first time I watched it, I was like, that was so good. But like knew that it was stupid and bad. It's the boy. Yes, I knew of it. Of course. Like it's my it's like one of my favorite scary movies. It's about a doll named Brahms that so hit these parents like seem I'm not gonna spoil it. No spoilers in this one. Mm-hmm. Um these parents like their child died and they have a doll that they like <laughs> mosey around the house with (laughs) he's like kind of haunted and they bring in like this babysitter who's maggie from the walking dead Uh, i don't know her her actress's name i should know um lauren Lauren something i can't remember though i'll look Um, up while you explain and she's the main character and she like at first is like this is so weird like she's just getting paid so she just does it and doesn't pay attention to the doll and then it starts like asking her to do stuff and like being weird (laughs) and she she starts like believing in it and taking care of it and as you can guess it's a horror movie so shit hits the fan and it's just super enjoyable it was so good when we first watched it exactly it's 
I've seen it like five times. Like I've watched it. I watched it originally with my friends and was like, that's so good. And then I've showed it to like two or three other groups. So I've seen it. And even with the first group I watched it with, there was one night we were just chilling. We were like, want to watch the boy again? <laughs> Did you already watch it at the same time that night? No, not that night. And like we used to do horror movie nights and we would always pick like a, a bad horror movie that w- would be kind of enjoyable. Some were really bad. Some are very bad. Like Bye Bye Man, horrible movie. Um, I mean, just from the title. Yeah, like, it was really bad. Do better. <laughs> it was like Candyman, but way worse. Um, and, But yeah, we watched The Boy one time. We loved it. We were obsessed with it. And then another movie night, we went back. And we were like fighting over which movie to watch. And we were like, do you want to just watch The Boy again? <laughs> and we did it. Oh, my God. It's And it doesn't have a great rating. Like, didn't you say the first time you watched it, you were like, that was awesome. And then you check Rotten <laughs> yeah. Tomatoes and it has like 22. a horrible rating. <laughs> Let me see what it is. Yeah, it has a horrible rating. And I was like so surprised. And then I was like, you know, what? it kind of makes sense. That might be interesting. After As we mentioned these movies, like I wonder what each of the Rotten Tomatoes scores are. Yeah, we should. I'm going to pull. I will pull them up. Yeah. Um, also, the, the actress's name for Maggie is Lauren Cohen. That's I knew name. it was Lauren. Okay. Um. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if this is correct. I'm pulling up Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's taking a while to load. Yeah, they always take a while to load. But yeah, The Boy, amazing film. Spectacular. Great, great film. Haven't seen the second one. We have to watch that one. I don't know. Yeah. It? Oh, it's, it's 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. I oh. thought it was much lower. Maybe, maybe it the, went up. What's the audience score? 38. That, that's probably it. <laughs> That's probably the one I was looking at. Yeah, actually, just to give you a story on these movie nights I used to have with my friends and how bad the movies were that we watched, we were like scrolling through movies and on my friend's TV, it had the tomato, the Rotten Tomato score. And there was one time we were like fighting over movies and my friend goes, oh, 23%. That's perfect. It's <laughs> <laughs> so my friend, Mary Jane. It was very funny. That's a great, great quote. That's a, we, we actually quote from stuff from the boy too a lot. Oh, uh, I'll give you some quotes. Kiss. <laughs> Kiss. That's not the What's one about, I was oh, thinking of. But, oh, are yeah. you thinking, get back here, Greta? Yes. <laughs> That's another great one. No context. Not giving you any context for those no, quotes. We're no. just going to throw them out there. We're not giving you context for these quotes. Um, you know, when you come to a Popcorn Heist episode, you're going to get some random quotes out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You- you, honestly, if you're not expecting it by now, get with the program. Yeah, Let's be go. real. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to – do you mind if I go to no, my – No, go ahead. All right. I don't think you've seen this one. I really hope you have, but it's called Master of Disguise. Have you ever seen it? No, I have not. Okay. Do you know the actor Dana Carvey? He was in Wayne's World. He's like the main guy besides Mike Myers. He's was on SNL for years. He's – if you look up a picture of him, I, I bet you you know who he is. What's his name? Dana D-A-N-A, Carvey, C-A-R-V-E-Y. Oh, yes, I do. I do know him. Okay. So Master of Disguise, my friend introduced it to me in middle school. And was like, you've got to watch this movie. It's hilarious. And we watched it and I was like, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Dana Carvey plays uh, an Italian like waiter named Pistachio Disguise. And he <laughs> he finds out that his like dad was taken by some evil guy and that his uh, lineage has this power uh, that's passed down throughout the men where they're called the master of disguise, that they're so good at mimicking people that they can just become other people. And he goes on a journey with this girl like to uh, from becoming a klutz 
like like a goofy like klutzy guy to becoming the master of disguise and saving his dad so there's like scenes where he'll just like show up and be like uh what's what's his name oh. what's the guy's name from uh godfather I, why is his name escaping me right? al pacino yeah he'll, he shows up this guy and you see like with an Al Pacino voice one. And then they're trying to get into this club and he shows up as a turtle and he starts talking like a turtle. Then he like shows up as like a fisherman and starts like babbling at people. And he's, he does like a George Bush impression. He becomes George Bush at one point. And, what? and every time he transitions on? in and out of becoming someone, he has this Italian accent. He goes like, become another partisan, become another partisan. <laughs> what i need to watch this i've never even heard of this movie it's so funny and i'll give you uh the rotten tomatoes i have it i have it (laughs) i see it we're looking (laughs) at it we're both looking at it it's one (laughs) percent a rare but beautiful one percent oh my god that is 34 percent. honestly that's fair it's short hour 20 minutes maybe i'll watch it today it's pretty pretty good (laughs) (laughs) kind of sucked but pretty fucking good. Honestly, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just one of the ones where, you're, like, now, after watching it, I'm like, all right. After watching it years later, like, at this age, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is pretty bad. But it's so funny. It's just, like, so ridiculous that it's really, it's really, really funny. Highly recommend watching it. Okay. That's a good one. I, I, need, to, I need to watch that one. I can't believe it has 1%. 1%. You don't see that that often. No. I was no. just searching a lo- worst movie of all time list, and I didn't, I don't think I saw this one on it. No, it's not usually on a lot of them. Um, because it's beautiful. Yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't belong in there because it's beautiful. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a good man with a beautiful son. <laughs> That's another quote. That's another quote that um, is from Civil War. Said by War. Yeah, Captain America Civil War. Said by Zemo to Black Panther. And he says, a good, he, uh, I'm sorry about your father. He was a good man with a dutiful son. And Jake thought he was saying beautiful. <laughs> I thought he like respected him and he was just like <laughs> the beautiful son. <laughs> beautiful boy. <laughs> Zemo's the villain too. Anyway. All right, Nick, what's your second choice? Which one do I want to go for next? Um, I'll go for Cat in the Hat next. I knew it. I'm Cat so glad Hat you did it. It's so good. So good. And it's horrible. It's like really bad. Like it's one of those movies you watch and you're like, how was this made? Like, how is how is this happening? I know. Like, what is how it's it's really an experience. Honestly, I like we put it on just as a joke. I think in college, me, you, and D, who yeah. was the, the guest on our last episode, and we were genuinely like you could tell it's bad, but we were genuinely like this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like no it's lie. really an experience. <laughs> like you really don't know what's going on <laughs> during the whole movie. Everything that happens, you're just like, wow. That was weird. <laughs> and it's not even like they, I mean, they had to create a lot of material from like what, I don't even know how many pages the book is. Maybe it's like 20 pages or something. And they really took a, some interesting liberties with the character of the cat in the hat. I mean, when you get Mike Myers playing any character, it's going to be a little bit ridiculous. And he really takes takes that character to the next level. It's literally like, Dr. Evil and Austin Powers in one person in a cat suit. It's even like weirder though. Like I can't even explain. <laughs> He's just like saying whatever he feels like. Like I, I don't know. 
<laughs> did you he write that script you I think they like rolled the camera to just like just go with it <laughs> like, i don't know I, I can't imagine someone writing that script <laughs> it's like really ridiculous that's yeah. that's like a movie you just have to veg out one day and watch because you and, and just like let it happen to you yeah it's I mean, really weird i mean i what the specific one that comes to mind the scene is like when he first introduces himself to the kids and he's like, all right, let's like have fun and mess things up. And then all of a sudden it turns into like a kitchen show theme. And then all of a sudden he like rips the mom's dress. And then he's like, swear he's like yelling at them and threatening them. And then he brings in lawyers to make them sign a contract. It's like, what is going on? Right yeah. It flies by. And then my favorite part is when beans from even Stevens comes out and says, step out of my way and hits him in the nuts when he's hanging from a pinata string. And then they play that song. It just flashes to his mind, I guess. And he's just swinging on a swing in the dress and you're playing easy. Easy uh, like Sunday morning. <laughs> it's the weirdest scene I've ever seen. When we were watching, our jaws dropped when that scene came on. Literally jaws to the floor. And I know I had seen the movie before that point, but I, I remembered none of it. It was, a, it was a whole new experience. If I watched it now, it would be a whole new experience. I had fond memories of it from when I was a kid because, you know, it's just colorful and, like, crazy and stuff. But I didn't it's realize the true wild. beauty. It's, it's wild. It's wild. Okay, I have the Rotten Tomato score up. All right, what is it? Nine percent. Oh, beautiful. Honestly, too high. <laughs> <laughs> it deserves think, like a three. I was gonna say, do you think it deserves one percent? Like, I think it deserves like a three percent. Okay, but also, I think it deserves a three percent uh, tomatometer and then like a ninety percent audience score. What is your audience score? Fifty-three percent. Okay, I understand that. I can see higher. that. It should be should higher. Be Come higher. on, guys. Come on, step it up. Everyone goes spam cat in the hats. Uh, rotten tomato score yes please if you if we can get rotten tomatoes up to if we could get the audience score up to like maybe 75 percent, then we'll give you something we'll <laughs> something will happen something will we'll happen. throw a party <laughs> a cat in the hat themed party oh yes God. be incredible absolutely i'm really glad you put that on your list because i was like i could definitely put this on my list but i want to like save for some different options yeah i knew it would be covered in, in some fashion yeah well, there you go. There you have it. Maybe we should do a rewatch soon and like, I Just don't know. watch like, Cat in the Hat. <laughs> we should like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll like create a segment where like we do a rewatch and we can like just talk about it, like bring D back on or something because she loves that movie too. Yeah. Maybe we yeah. just watch it while on the podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next choice. Um, if you've seen the movie, I think you've watched it with us if if anybody's seen the movie then it's a dead giveaway to like be on this list it's the room um i don't know that i've seen the whole thing jake really i don't know i mean where where do you begin with this yeah movie? that that's a good choice i didn't even think of that one i should have though it, it's like the the obvious choice but it has to be said because this is genuinely a movie that has transcended its badness and is something that is a cult favorite and even had a movie like James Franco made a movie based on the making of that movie called The Disaster Artist. So if you haven't seen The Room or The Disaster Artist, go see The Room first. And I think the first time I saw it, like you're genuinely like uneasy and off put by just how bad like you're like. This seems like something from. Another reality or something like you don't know if he's if the main guy is acting or if it's like 
I feel like I, I he's, watched. He's it. crazy. He's it made crazy. my it makes it made my skin crawl a little bit. That's how bad it is. And going into the disaster artist, you just all the details of how this thing was made. I mean, first off, Tommy Wiseau is the guy who wrote, directed, starred in the movie, and financed it, and shot the movie in both film and digital, which is ridiculous. You either only shoot movies in film or on digital, and spent a whopping $5 million on the movie, which they have no idea where he got the budget from. He won't tell anybody his age. He won't tell anybody where he's from. Uh, he he would tell people he was like 21 years old, but he was clearly like 40 when he was making the movie. Um, for scenes that like they clearly had a rooftop to film on, he made a green screen. Like scenes just go from scene to scene without understanding what's going on. It, it, it's it's really a spectacle that has to be watched to again an experience. Yes, yeah, I've and seen it, parts of the room. It's it's very it's quite interesting. And there's I, a lot of quotes from that movie too. It's so many quotes. So and like so many like I'll be frank. So many like sex scenes in it that like just don't need to be in there that are prolonged <laughs> for maybe five minutes long, and you just see like Tommy Wiseau's bare ass. And apparently he was so adamant about that he was like this movie won't sell unless I show my ass in this movie. <laughs> and I think that's a quote from the disaster audience. He's like, I need to show my ass to sell this film. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. It's just the most off. If, if we lived in a simulation, this would be, he would be the source of the glitch. I, I guarantee it. You need to go watch. Maybe he movies. is. And maybe he is. And we're in the simulation. I, think I believe so. it. Yeah. I buy it. Yeah, you need to go watch the room, watch the disaster artist, and then just watch some interviews with this guy because it's. I truly... haven't seen the disaster artist. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, dude, it's. You'll you'll love the movie like ten times more than you already did after you watch it. Okay, I'll have yeah. to watch it. What's the uh the Rotten Tomato score? I bet it's pretty high for your audience. Audience is high-ish. It's twenty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience score is forty seven percent. I feel like I would expect that to be higher. Yeah. Well, it has 5,000 plus ratings, which is a lot. The other, what, what, Cat in the Hat had 250 plus, 250 plus. This yeah. one has 5,000 plus ratings. Yeah. So I don't know how but, they get the ratings. Can you just go in and rate it? I don't know. Well, if we can, I, we should spam all of we these. Should. <laughs> we should. But yeah, the, the room is just like, it's supposed to be a love triangle where like his wife is in, his fiance is in love with, um, his Mark? best friend, yeah, Mark, his oh, best hi, friend. Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> who is the guy who like was kind of his best friend, which you learn in The Disaster Artist, but then he wrote the book The Disaster Artist, which that movie's based off of. So his fiance is like in a love triangle with his best friend, and he, Johnny, the main character, is like slowly finding out. There's also this like young boy who could either be like 30 or 15 that lives next to them and wants to like watch them have sex sometimes, and. Like they have friends that just appear in their apartment to have sex sometimes. <laughs> and at one point in the movie, all right, this is something that has to be mentioned before we move on. At one point in the movie, like the fiance's uh, mother is a big character. Like she comes in and is like talking to her about how her marriage is just like failing or like her engagement is failing. And the mother's like, well, I got the news. I definitely have cancer. And then it just changes scenes and they never mention it again. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, go watch the room after you watch all these other movies. 
watch all these movies we're mentioning. Every single yeah. every single movie mentioned on this podcast, even if it's not one of the six we're choosing, go watch it. Yes. All right. And, Nick. and with that, I will choose The Bell of the Ball. One of <laughs> oh, my no. favorite movies. It's also I know it's one of your favorite movies, too. I, I think you know what it might be. Um, literally one of the movies we quote the most. Not at the museum, too. Oh, my God. I was <laughs> you <hoping>. know it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That movie is spectacular. And it's because it doesn't take itself too seriously. So it's not, like, too tied to the plot. Because I'll be honest, the plot's not good. It's very bad. No. No. It's very bad. Um, really, the villain is what really makes it. Um, what's his name? Uh, Hank uh, Azaria? Frank Azaria. Hank? Hank. Hank. Hank Azaria. He's in France. Um he dates Phoebe. He's David. He dates Phoebe. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's also the villain. He's yeah. uh, in the Simpsons. He's like, yeah, he's, he's very famous and he is the villain. He plays an Egyptian Pharaoh, an evil Egyptian Pharaoh who like comes back to life. Um, I feel like the first night at the museum, which I love the first night at the museum. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's like actually a better movie than the second one. Like everything makes sense. All the mechanics work out. Plot makes sense. Very enjoyable. He's got like the, a love interest that makes sense. Um, Second one, they go balls to the walls. Love interest is thrown out the window. They're in the Smithsonian. They're like, we're going to bring in anything we want to. We're in the Smithsonian. It's like one of the biggest museums in the world, if not if not the biggest. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they're they like, we can do whatever we want now. Bring in Amelia Earhart as his love interest. They have <laughs> Hank Azaria as the villain. They have Bill Hader as um, General, General Custer. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, it's crazy. It's so and it's so funny. John Bernthal as a Al Capone, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they got who else? Is, they got they have young. So the, the villain squad is uh, Kamen Ra or Achman Ra. I think it's Kamen Ra. Kamen Ra. Achman Ra is Rami Malek. Right. Yeah. Um, Kamen Ra is the villain, and they have Ivan the Terrible, young Al Capone, and um, Napoleon Bonaparte as the, as the villain squad. At one point, Darth Vader and Oscar the Grouch try to join. Best scene of the whole movie. Um, that was our quote for the greatest villains of all time episode. Yep, yeah. it was. Yeah. Uh, we love Night at the Museum too. We love Kamen Ra. And it's just a funny movie. It's enjoyable throughout. And it really is just a masterpiece. But the plot makes no sense. Look, all right. Literally, the mechanics of it, like the the – the Abraham Lincoln monument comes to life. How expansive is this tablet's power? Like, does it need, does it only expand beyond the, the borders of a museum? Like, what are the rules here? Like, I feel and, like they're, and, and they're in DC, mind you, like you're telling me no one saw Lincoln statue, just get up and leave. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like what? Like bobbleheads come to life. The Einstein bobbleheads played by Eugene Levy, which who knew I didn't that? know that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, there's so many random cameos. Interesting, in but like, yeah, the dude falls. Ben Stiller falls in love with a wax figure of Amelia Earhart, who then flies an airplane to New York, and then how does she get back? Because the tablet is with Ben Stiller. No, that's not Amelia Earhart. In the end, it's someone who just looks like her. No. Yes. No. No. But no. But she flies him back to New York. Oh, does she? The Museum of Natural History. Oh. oh, oh. And then she just oh, flies away. I forgot that's how it. Ended. I forgot that. She flies him to New York in the end. That makes no sense. Does he bring the tablet back with him? Yeah, he has. To, uh, he had to. So would she just <laughs> turn back into a wax figure it's when she's like a mile crashed away? Crashed somewhere. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah, and then he falls in love with someone who looks exactly same actress. Falls in love with someone who just looks exactly like her in the end. Oh my god! And then I think she's gone in the third one. Yeah, she's not even in it. Yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous film. I think they were just like, all right, Smithsonian, like we're going balls to the wall. Like there's literally everything here. Let's do anything we possibly can. Yeah, and Hank Azaria will hold down the fort. Yeah, it's amazing. So good. So, so, so good. Go on. There was one time. I think we've also mentioned this on the podcast before. There was one time. It was like classic weekend in college. We get we get to Sunday. Um, Jake had a friend stay over, so we had like an air mattress out, and we were just like laying on the air mattress. Turned on night at the museum one because we we both had a lot of work to do, mind you. Turned on night at the museum one. Watched the whole thing, and then we just turned to each other. We were like, "Want to watch the second one?" <laughs> and then we watched it, and it was a spectacular experience. And then I'm sure we paid for it with the amount, how late we had to stay up to finish our work, but. It was worth it. But it was freshman year, so honestly, it. it probably wasn't that much worth it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do that again, but this time, watch all three. I know. I actually I don't think I've seen the third one. Really? It's it's no. like, oh, it's okay. The second one is a masterpiece, so yeah. it can't be. Like, yeah. honestly, the first one's definitely the best movie, but I think I enjoy the second one more. Like, yeah. I'm, happy, I'm happy that the second one's a part of my life. <laughs> like, do you think that that... I don't know. I, I think a common theme throughout these all these movies we're mentioning is like, all right, like the pacing sucks. Like some <laughs> the of the story sucks. Some of the stories <laughs> sucks, but like they just have these great like vignettes, <laughs> these little moments that stand out. And when you piece them all together, you, that's all you remember from the movie. That's why we were like, oh my god, that's a, such a great movie. You know, like so at the museum, I, I could think of the Oscar the Grouch and the Darth Vader scene, the scene when Napoleon comes up and captures him. He's like, I am the giant cat. <laughs> When he's the, talking about his dress. Yeah, Tom the dress. Um, when, it's not um, a dress. This is a tunic. It was a height of fashion however many thousand years ago, I assure you. <laughs> and then the um, when General Custer keeps messing up uh, Pocahontas' name. Sacagawea, like, Jake. Oh, oh, sorry. My bad. Sacabox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's so the, good. the Rotten Tomato score for this? 44%. That's actually higher than I expected it to be. What about uh, audience? 47% lower than it should be. Okay, so the audience and the uh, the critics are aligned pretty much. Actually, there. I just I just moved and my roommate, my new roommate, sorry Jake, not to get you jealous. Um he said he said like he he just randomly quoted the Second of Maya scene. Second of Maya. Like he just said it and I was like, "Are you quoting Night at the Museum too? No way." And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Yes, Bill Hader." And he was like, "That's Bill Hader?" I was like, yeah, like people don't realize Bill Hader's in that at the museum too. Yeah, I know. I didn't realize until you told me. Kind <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, Bill Hader. Oh, and I have to mention the one quote that pretty that ingrained itself in every eight year old boy's name at the time. Boom, boom, firepower. That's the second one. You're right. Yeah, which is That's also the second one. It's You're Mandel. Right. It's a Mandela effect too, because in the trailer he says boom, boom, firepower, but in the yeah. movie it's boom. Bang! Firepower. You're right. Yeah. That is a, wow, Jake. That was like the scene of the trailer. Yeah. Everyone, oh, we quoted that so much. <laughs> iconic quote. Really iconic. Really? Yeah. Like that's like the dum dum gum gum in the first one. That's like the equivalent. If oh. not if not bigger. I love I <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So I was um I don't know if you know this this company. There's a there's a company called Gum Gum. They're like an AI company. And at work, I was like meeting with them about something. I won't go into detail, but I was talking to my coworkers about it. And like we, someone mentioned the company name Gum Gum, and I just under my breath went Dum Dum. You give me Gum Gum, and it was just dead silence. Like no one, got, 
no one got the quote <laughs> oh my god i was expecting you to be like everyone burst out and was like yes no <laughs> but <laughs> no one said a word i learned my lesson there all right <laughs> don't quote not at the museum at work no, no. <laughs> all right last choice for me you've definitely seen this movie we watched it together it is the 1966 adam west batman movie oh oh that's a good choice that's a really good choice that's so, a, that's a really good choice i don't know if this was a so bad it's good or a bad movie when it came out at the time because this movie adam west is the first like well-known batman in, for movies and tv he had a whole tv show that was like that ran for years and this is the movie that span spun off from that tv show oh i thought the movie started it it, it could be either way but i know he had a tv show that was like more well known than the movie yeah 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 but he's the first well-known batman and we all know batman is like ben affleck like super gritty and dark and then like christian bale and michael keaton and now robert pattinson like batman's one of the coolest superheroes ever i mean he's like up there for me even though i'm a big uh, marvel fan and you just watch this movie and it really opens your eyes to what superhero movies were like in the 60s. It's the epitome of camp and ridiculousness. It's even more than you would think. Yeah. Like, I, that's why I say, like, I don't know if this was bad to people at the time because that's what Batman was. But watching it now, you're like, this is w- what is going on here. Like, Batman is like, first off, he has like a, he's not buff at all let's let's make that clear <laughs> he's yeah. not even close to buff he, he's got a he's dad shrimpy. <laughs> he's shrimpy he's got a dad bod a little bit um and he's like super colorful in like a blue bat suit and he's always like making sure people are polite and like correcting people and he has all these like weird weird gadgets like everything is a bat pun in the movie and then on top of that robin played by burt ward um i don't know if it, stands of batman and like comic book movies would know this but robin always like maybe 50 times throughout the movie uh would make puns like holy nightmare batman like if they slipped on a banana it'd be like holy banana slip batman like just shoving words into that statement throughout the movie um and it just creates all sorts of ridiculousness where you're like this was (laughs) this is the superhero that people expected to save them at that time these are who people looked up to during that time and on top of that, all the villains, you, I mean, a great villain squad. You got the Riddler, Catwoman, Penguin, and the Joker all together. Mr. Joker. But <laughs> Mr. Joker. Fire one. <laughs> They're in a huge Penguin submarine. Like, take the characteristics of the villains and just dial it up to 100. The Riddler was launching nukes into the sky that would explode, and then there'd be a riddle in the sky that they have to solve. Catwoman was super in on the cat thing, like was meowing at people the whole time. <laughs> super, super dedicated to the super whole cat dedicated, thing. Really, really went into it. The penguin like actually waddles around like a penguin, has a penguin submarine um, and laughs like a penguin. And the Joker is just, I mean, he's actually a good Joker, Cesar Romero. Like that's what people took a lot of inspiration from. I won't, I won't shit on him, but a couple of my favorite scenes from the movie. Let's just go over it real quick. The first of them is uh, Batman and Robin are in the Batcopter flying over the seas looking for the Penguin ship. And Batman's <laughs> on a ladder that lowers down. 
love this scene. Robin just lowers him into the sea. It lowers him way too low. So good job, Robin. And they pull up and a shark is just fully engulfing Batman's leg. And he's just swinging on the ladder, beating this shark. And he's like, Robin, hand me down the shark repellent bat spray. Yeah. I was like, when you said the bat tools, that's the one I thought of. That yeah. was a ridiculous scene. So he hands him down some spray that's a shark repellent bat spray. And he's just spraying the shark and swinging and swatting it off of his leg. Um, oh and the second God. scene that comes to mind is the villain's lair is like kind of in the back of a bar or like off the pier. And um, they like go in and they like a bar fight gets started or something. And Batman and Robin nearly make it out. And they like go in in a dark alley or something. And Robin's like, I can't believe like all that, that scum and villainy in there. Like, I feel so bad for, for drinkers. And Batman's like, they may be drinkers, Robin, but they're still human beings. (laughs) (laughs) I think he said they may be drunks. Really? Yeah, I think, I think it's, they may be drunks, Robin, but they're still human beings. (laughs) I think. (laughs) So just, I mean, honestly, an idol for all little children to look up to, anyone of any age. If you, if you really, if you, if you're looking up to Christian Bale and Ben Affleck just beating the living shit out of people, go back and ground yourself and watch Adam West because right. he's, <laughs> I agree. he's the epitome of Batman. But I also I don't love know. that they just took his personality and made in Family Guy. They just made Adam West play Adam West. Yes, and he's the mayor. Yeah. Like it just, and I, I was a big Family Guy fan before I like went back and watched this movie, so it made it better. I was like, wow, they really hit the nail on the head with how weird this guy is. Yeah, and if you're a fan of Family Odd Parents, the character Catman is based off of like Adam West's '60s Batman, and it's played by, by Adam West. Yeah. yeah, it's TV's Adam West playing Catman. Yeah, yeah, love when Adam West plays himself. Oh, love that man. But yeah, I loved that movie as a kid. I watched it so many times and I was so excited to show you guys. Wasn't I? I was like, oh my God, we got to yeah, watch this yeah. Batman movie. That what's was the, fun. Uh, what's the audience in? Uh, the Rotten Tomato score is really high. Oh man. It's what 79%. Is it? <laughs> wow. That's like way higher than I'd expect it to be. And the audience score is 62%. But honestly, I think that's because they're viewing it in the viewpoint of like, all right, people from the, this was made in the 60s. But like, if you watch this now and compare it to like The Dark Knight, that's where the so bad it's good element comes in. You, yeah. you gotta. Oh, this is this is a must watch. Yes, I I kind of want to rewatch it today. Honestly, <laughs> I want to rewatch all these today. They're all honestly, we, we chose pretty short movies. We did. Yeah, this is like um, on. This is an hour forty five minutes, and the other ones were much shorter. Cat in the Hat was like an hour twenty, I think. Jeez, Master oh of Disguise God. was like an hour twenty. Isn't the Batman one like two hours long? That's another thing. It's like so long. This one? Yeah. No, it's an hour forty five. Still, that's long for what for it is. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So those are the three choices that stand out to Nick and I. Is so bad it's good movies. So, Nick, are there any like ones that didn't make it to your list that you were considering that you just want to na- name off right now? Uh, um, let me think. I forgot them. I shut them out of my memory. I mentioned a lot of them at the beginning. I was, of course, thinking of Happy Death, and I was like, no, that one's just great. Um. I've seen a lot of like – like if you go back and watch old horror movies, there's a lot of bad bad content there. Um, but like like Night- Nightmare on Elm Street, I watched it. But that was like one I was kind of like laughing at because I was like, how is this scary to people at whatever point? Um, it's so mm-hmm. weird when you go back and watch like old scary movies. Um, one that I was thinking, another scary movie, It Follows. Have you ever heard of it? You told me about this one. This one's, this one's weird though. 
honestly, it was kind of an enjoyable movie, but it was like not it didn't really fit into the same category as like, wow, I just really enjoyed how like how bad that movie was. So it follows is about a like it's like an it's like a monster STD. Like it's so weird. It's like you pass it on if you like have sex with someone and then it like it's just like a person who like walks slowly towards them like they can't run. It's and it's just like wherever you go, it can take the form of anyone. Like it takes the form of like people you love, and it just like walks towards you, and like kills you. So and I don't you know pass about it on. I don't know about that aspect, but it's like honestly a pretty good premise for a horror movie. Honestly, because it was like uh, kind of great, <laughs> but also horrible. And and like so so what happens is it, it tries to kill you. So like it, it, if it kills the person if you pass it on to someone and it kills that person then it reverts back to you so you want it to get like as far down the line as it can as possible but it's always going to come back to you if it kills everyone got you i gotta watch that yeah that was that was a weird one I, I thought about choosing it but it it falls into a little bit of a different category okay okay but it also is very bad and also great so maybe if it's exactly in the category maybe <laughs> <laughs> honestly everybody's so bad it's good uh boundaries are going to be different so Go watch It Follows and let us know. <laughs> if you think it falls into the category. Do you think that Austin Powers' gold member falls into this no. category? Uh, I think it's just amazing. It's just spectacular. I it's thought so about it for funny. a while. It's meant to be, I mean, it's meant to be a comedy. It's not meant to be like... No, yeah, but like I, I, I think like the pacing and stuff and story isn't as good as like the other two. I think it's funnier than the other two. I think two. it's funnier. I think it's yeah. definitely funnier. And the, But the story doesn't really make much sense. No. Yeah. I love gold. <laughs> We love gold member. We love gold member in this house. We love gold. What? Wait. What's the? Oh, hey everyone. I'm from Holland. Isn't, Isn't that, that weird? weird? <laughs> yeah, Mike Myers kills it in that movie. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's generally considered the worst of the three, but it's kind of my favorite because it's the funniest. It's definitely my favorite. I think it's and it's supposed so to be a comedy, so I think it serves the purpose it's meant to. It's meant to serve. So I wouldn't yeah. say that's so bad that it's good. Okay. Um, I got a. a three more that i had them that i had consider i was considering um the fairly odd parents movie with drake oh that one's just bad (laughs) (laughs) that one's horrible as we stated in previous episodes nick and i like were struggling to find a movie i think we also had finals or something we always our brains deteriorated during finals which we always did something weird it was midnight and we couldn't find it anywhere else so we watched it piece by piece on youtube (laughs) (laughs) in like seven parts yeah yeah that movie's bad um, have you ever seen Dinner for Schmucks before? I love Dinner for Schmucks. So do I. But a lot of people are like, oh, that movie's horrible. No, but that's just a generally considered bad movie that is actually kind of good. I wouldn't say that's so bad that it's good. I think it's fun. I don't think it's as standout funny, but I think it's funny. Like if it was I like on. it. Yeah, I like Dinner for Schmucks. And then the last one, which has been mentioned in a previous episode on the worst sequels of all time, is Gremlins 2. Oh, that's a good one. A good, so bad it's a good movie. You have to watch that one. I have to watch that one. Uh, I'm trying to think of of what other ones would fit. I don't know. I, I definitely considered Happy Death Day, but I think that one's just good. Happy Death Day is a, is a good one. Yeah, I love that movie. I think Spider Man Three is a really good example too, because like it's kind of transcended that point where when it came out, people are like, "This sucks." It's like the third movie, but now it's become such a meme that people love it. And like, I I love watching it. There's somebody. Honestly, that's kind of how I feel a little bit about Phantom Menace. Except Phantom Menace is also a spectacular movie that really pushes the Star Wars for sto- <laughs> the Star Wars story forward. <laughs> I love Phantom Menace, but it was alright. That one's that might... sucked. <laughs> but honestly, it's a great movie that pushes the Star Wars canon forward. 
love it. There's no Star Wars movie that I hate. So I think that fits into a little bit of a different category. Oh, for sure. Like, I, I think about this frequently is that like you can't judge star wars the way you judge other movies yeah so i don't i don't know if i would have put like i don't think it fits on this list i thought about it but i was like no 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 well that's all i have from my end on so bad it's good movies i'm for sure gonna watch majority of these within the next few days yeah i think i have to now yes and we think that you all have to too we can't force you but you should (laughs) we can't force you but watch it or don't come back (laughs) jk come back always Yes, come back and join the heist. Join the heist. Thank you.